Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83 for the rest of the hour as we wrap up a Worship Wednesday. We got Kenny Blakeney. He is the head men's basketball coach at Howard University, the HBCU, uh, one of the most notable uh, HBCUs in the country. And they are playing Morgan State, another HBCU. Howard's in D.C., Morgan State's in Baltimore. They're playing each other on Saturday at the NBA All-Star Weekend, Rob, in Cleveland. And I'm going to be speaking to the uh, the t- players from both teams after the game. Oh, that's nice. And they're going to have an NBA thing. It's like NBA, HBCU, yeah. Um, so we'll get Blakeney on. But, you know, like, look, a lot of people are starting to push, trying to get some of the top African-American athletes to go to these HBCUs. And so uh, we can talk to him about I'll, that. I'll and, be there, uh, too, on Saturday. When is that game, Chris? What time is that kickoff? Do you know? Uh, it is. I think it's – I want to say it's 2 p.m. Okay. I want to say it's 2 p.m., but I, I, I'm not exactly sure. If they serve sure. wings, then I'll show up for the game if they got wings there. They probably have them, (laughs) (laughs) but who knows? But anyway, uh, he'll join us at the bottom of the hour. All right, Rob, a lot of, look, the the Rams celebrated, and we talked about it. You made some jokes. They celebrated their parade today, and they are getting roasted on social media because people are talking about how, you know, few people attended their parade. And, and, And let's, look. It's not like nobody's there. All right, no, no, there no. are a decent number of people there. But, you, you know, we've seen the estimate, Rob, in 2015, Chicago Cubs, 5 million fans. The 5 estimate. million people on the street. That was an estimate. That's an estimate. The, the Lakers in 2010, the estimate was 2 million. Wow. So I don't know what yet the estimate of this is. It ain't um, in the millions, I'll tell you that. No, and kudos, props to Hollywood. You saw the Hollywood sign was changed to Rams House. Yep, yep. So they're getting some love. I don't want the players, and I would say this about anything team. I'm not like a Rams fan or anything. But the players should be celebrated. Rob, one thing I, I sometimes feel like in today's society is that we don't Step back and take time to celebrate the champions. And I'm no, not I talking agree. about you being said a this fan. You know what I mean? What did right. you say? That, like, you said this about one of the baseball champ. Was that? Yeah, was that the I can't remember. Or, what, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, Doesn't you said it seem that. like we're just on to the next one? Right. Not we even got power rankings it. already right. for next season and right. free agency and you know who's going here, who's going there. Let's celebrate the champion and let them bask for a little while. That's all I'm saying. I mean, right? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and Chris, you know, this day and age where everything is, in the old days, there would be just a little footage of it. You wouldn't see it to over. You've got social media. People are streaming Absolutely. it live. 
and they see the, the spaces and the wide shots of it, Chris, you're like, where are the people? Now, now I was down there in that area because it's right near USC, right. the Coliseum, right? So um, a lot of the students— Was it a lot of people down there? Was it a traffic jam? Did you, no, you, know, did you notice like anything that. different? No, I mean, there was some traffic, but not, not crazy where you couldn't get around. And some of the students asked me, you know, I was in the newsroom, Chris, and some of them were like, should I go over? Because they could walk there from campus, right? right? You could right. just walk there. And, they, and I was like, yeah, I think you should go. I said, parades don't happen every day. These are young kids in there. They're 19 and 20, Chris. Right. Right? So the last parade. Look, out I there, said, the weather's terrific. Why yeah, and I'm you like, if you're, right you're in there. L.A. This is like right. an experience of happening. You should take part in it. Chris and I have covered uh, parades in New York. Just ticker tape and millions of people on the street, and you're going awesome. down Broadway, Chris. It's, it's phenomenal. Am I right? Yep. It's phenomenal. I covered the Yankees World Series in 98. Wasn't it 98 when yeah, they won? Yep, yep. They won yeah. in 98. Um, the Canyon of Heroes. And I had just gotten to New York. I just Chris, started working for the New York when Times. When that paper awesome. starts coming down from the oh, you yeah. know buildings or whatever, it is incredible. So I, I, I think you should, but today's was disappointing. And not only that, we talked about the numbers of the Super Bowl, Chris. L.A. wasn't even in the top 10 of viewership for individual cities. That's incredible to me. That, that, it well, is. look, and, and, and that's why I think even this parade. And now, the Lakers are a different story because they're such an institution. Right. In and the LA, Dodgers, right? too. And the Dodgers, exactly. But some of this was just L.A. I mean, let's just keep it real. The Rams, right. and we, we we were talking, who were we talking with about this last week, Rob? The Rams, I when I was a kid growing up in the Midwest, the Rams were the L.A. Rams. And I associated them with L.A. I actually liked them. I were my favorite team, but I did like them from afar. And I don't know why L.A. doesn't embrace the Rams. They embraced the Raiders more than the Rams. Why? This is a, Ra- this is a Raiders town, Chris. Right. They love why? the Raiders. I don't understand why. I'm sorry, Rob. I don't understand. I, I don't know why. Why wouldn't you like the Rams if you're in L.A.? I get it why you don't. the Chargers don't have much of a following. Okay, they, you know, they're in San Diego, all that. You got another team. But I don't get why you wouldn't be all up into the Rams. Yeah, I, I, I agree from this. T- I understand the Chargers. Right. I do I do understand the Chargers because they're not from here. They don't have a history. The Rams exactly. were originally from L.A., uh, and even though they went to St. Louis, Chris, they're, they're an L.A. team. Right. And, and so it is strange that people – and the Raiders had a, their own history in Oakland. We talked about it before. I think the of city the Raiders of Oakland, as Oakland. If I, if I think of them as Oakland. Yeah, more o- than the, Oakland. I don't think of them as L.A., obviously not yet Vegas – I mean, that'll right. come over time. But I think of them as the Oakland Raiders, right? And, 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 Chris, we got some numbers. So they're saying the L.A. Kings had 300,000 fans for their parade in 2014. Obviously, there's a pandemic. That's not so a not, huge amount. No, but, but 300,000. 300, so based on the pictures, like, you know, when they try to look and compare, they think that the, that the Rams had less than 100,000. That, that's how small it was. Uh, numbers wise. So that's a small number for a city of this size. Still, it's a middle of the week. It doesn't matter. Parade is a parade when a team wins a championship. Um, so that's strange. But I wonder, Chris, I do want to ask, is it the pandemic? 
Is it that they're new back to L.A., and I'm talking about the Rams or whatever, or is it that parades are passe? Do people still go to the Thanksgiving Day parade? Do fans still enjoy parades, being in crowds, or have we been desensitized from them, Chris, or or because of the last two years and, and what you know what I mean? Like people don't want to take right. their masks down. Do you want to be in a big crowd like that? Does that keep people well, away? Well, L.A. is one of the more stringent, uh, stringent, yeah, places when it comes to. I I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Because you if know when you go really, to a restaurant, you got to have your your, your papers, yeah, Chris. I'm right. going to a restaurant tonight. Got to have your papers. And, and look, I'm I'm really not that. I, I've just really have not been very concerned about. COVID. I mean, I've done my due diligence. I've got you've vaccinated. Done what you're supposed to do, I've right. Do, right. I've been boosted, all that. I wear my mask when I need to. But I'm not. I, I'm really not afraid, concerned, thinking about it at all, really. Um, but well, my you wife, know, I've on been, the you other know, hand. You know, I've been all over the country in right, the last right. year, right? And you I see. haven't gotten it, you know? And you haven't gotten You You haven't gotten it. No. no. Um, but my wife, on the other hand, she's not like paranoid to death where she's not doing anything. But she is more concerned about it than me. And she would not rob like if if I wanted to go to the parade, she wouldn't go. She would I don't say, think she'd have put herself in that position. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's some people. So who I do won't think go. there's a lot of people like that. So I, I think that I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> I think that has something to do with it. I think the fact that the Rams aren't wildly popular has something to do with they're it. They're definitely the stepchild in L.A. Yeah. Would, would you agree with that? Like, oh, yeah, no question. No question. But I do think the pandemic as well, Rob, ha- does have something to do with it. No How doubt. about a parade? Is a, is a parade, Chris, in general, passe or no, fans still want to be able to experience it with their team? Because that's what I really would like to hear. Would If you could I, go, I'm surprised you're you asking go? that. Because I, I don't even think it's close to passe. Okay. Because, again, I think a lot of other cities prove that point, right? They get millions. The Braves had a big of one, thousands. right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I think smaller cities like Cleveland, I don't know what the numbers were. They said over a million, maybe 1.2 million. And that's huge for a city Cle- that's Cleveland, Chris. Greater Cleveland is like 2 million people. Right. A little over 2 million. So to get and they half have the 1. people. And 1.2? Wow. Yes, more than half the people or half the people in greater Cleveland attended the Cavs parade in 2016. So it's going to be different in smaller cities versus bigger cities, particularly bigger cities like in L.A. or Miami, you know, where there's so much other stuff to do, beaches and all that. But, no, I don't think, Rob, that in any way so they're passing. Do you? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know, like, the younger generation – Chris, those were traditional things. Like, as we get older, there are kids who are 20 who have never been to a parade or whatever. I don't know that. Like the I've college, never been to, well, other than covering the Yankees. Well, one. covering a parade, right. I, I've always covered it, too. I've never, like, I never went to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Maybe as a kid, I don't remember. I can't say I never went. I'm, yeah, my I'm, parents I'm, might have taken me once yeah. or twice. I, I right. can't say that. Um but as an adult, I'm with you. I, I don't go to parades, and maybe because of the business and what we do. Do you know what I mean? So right, I think that's right. why I don't go. Uh, but I've been to – I went when the Pistons won the championship in 2004. Chris, it was incredible, downtown Detroit. In- oh, incredible. I bet it was nuts. Yeah. It was nuts, and the, and the parade route down Woodward Avenue was just an incredible spectacle right. to see, and people going crazy for that team. And, you know, the Red Wings have won Stanley Cups – I've been to parades for them. So I've been to a, a number of parades, but this one was disappointing. I, I was shocked at how small it was. 
Well, I'm going to say this, Rob. I don't know if you heard this yet, but uh, Sean McVay and Aaron Donald, who both of whom have been – McVay himself said he's not sure if he's coming back. Right. And, McDon- and Donald, other people said he told them, Rodney Harrison, right, he told him he might not be back before the Super Bowl. Um, they both at the parade, did you hear what they said, Rob? No. What they they both were saying run it back. Both of okay. them. McVay and Donald, run it back, run it back. They were leading the cheers. So it sound, I always thought that both would be back. Um, I thought Donald, I definitely think Donald is more about let me get paid, right? And I don't blame him. I mean, he's a, one of the best to ever do it. You, you deliver the Super Bowl, get your money. Um, McVay, Rob, he, we were talking about this on First Things First. And you know this. You've covered the NFL. I've read stories about it, heard coaches talk about it. Uh, Eric Mangini, who was on the show with us, you know, we were talking about McVay because, you know, there's talk, Rob, he could step away, be a broadcaster, and make $10 million a year. And well, not have the stress and the strain. Tony Romo, $17 million. Right, right. And not have the stress and the strain of coaching a team, of, you know, having the, the criticism that you get and, and all that stuff. It's a lot of and work. And I asked Mangini what his schedule was like when he coached, the head coach. And he said he would get in at 6 or 6.30 in the morning in the office at the practice facility and leave at 1 or 2 a.m., 1.32 a.m. in the morning. Think about that. You're only home for like four hours. Yeah, that's a and, lot. I mean, and he said he came up under Belichick. That's what he saw, right? So Belichick came up under Parcells. Parcells was, you know, did that. Belichick learned that way. So Mangini learned that way. But Rob, I'm just saying, if I'm if that's the case, and I know that's not true with every coach, but let's say it's 6 a.m. the heck to, to 10 p.m., which is a huge difference from 1 a.m. Rob, if I'm Sean McVay, I, I'm I, I would seriously be looking at a broadcast job. He's his legacy is tremendous. I, and I think he would come back later. And he'd be able to because, well, you like, know, what he's done like in these Gruden five years. Gruden did it. Right. Like, Gruden did it. Right. I mean, wouldn't you think that makes – and no matter how much you love your job, I mean, God, my goodness. No, I, I, it's quality of life. Yes. It's, it's uh, you know, off-season, Chris, right, where there's no football. you got an off-season. But for, for coaches, for though, very no, I'm talking about, I'm talking oh, about yeah, broad, yeah. broadcaster. Right. Like, if you're just doing football season, then you got the, – it's only football season four months a oh, year. Oh, gosh. Rob, there's no question. Right. It's totally different. So 17 weeks? Exactly. That's that's what it is. And so it would change, and you would get a lot of money. You don't have the stress. And all you got to do is know the game, which you already know, so you're already at an advantage. You just got to make sure you know the players. Exactly. And be colorful and, you know, have something to say. And you'll keep that job for a long time. Absolutely. All right. It is the Odd Couple, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996. 6369. Here's the question, folks. Why do you think the Rams championship parade has such a low attendance? Our parades is Rob ass passe. Your turn to weigh in. 877-99 on Fox. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, you know where to go. AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox, you'll turn away in our parades, championship parades, Passe, and is that why the Rams drew not many people to theirs today? Manuel in California, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up? What's going on, gentlemen? Long-time listener, big fan. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, I'm still working on uh, trying to get you guys that extra hour with uh, you're in straight out of Vegas. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, we're going to leave that alone. Don't... Yes. <laughs> okay. You guys don't want that extra hour. That's well, cool. no, is there no, money involved? Right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Right, right. The, the, the real reason why uh, those fans don't show up is because L.A. is more of a Raider fan. The Rams are Orange County fans. Mm. You know, they growing up, I grew up in Southern. Most of the uh, fans... Oh man, we got we a bad set. But we get that. I, yeah, we agree. in Orange County, right? right. In, in Anaheim, did they play it? Rob G. They played in Anaheim. Uh, I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure. I think they. I no, think they the Rams? Up, didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't they wind up playing? I'm. I'm saying at the end, Chris, before they left. I'm not. I'm asking. Maybe then, but obviously they played in the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. Before. Early yeah. on, early on. But yeah. I'm just asking, yeah. did they ever like? I'm just play saying. I get there? that the Raiders overtook them. But I, I just don't understand why L.A., in terms of NFL, would be so attached to the Raiders. Well, I don't want to yeah, interrupt right. you, Chris, but, Rob, you were right. 1980-1994, they See, played Chris? at the Angel Stadium. That's what I'm 90, saying, Chris. 80-94? Yep. Yeah. Wow. I, told you. I didn't know it they was played, that long. They played in Anaheim, and I think that's probably— Yeah, that might have something to do with it. But you, you know, still like, are the brand, You still are L.A., yeah, but you're Chris. You know it's like the Angels and Dodgers. It's, you might as well be in a different country. Yeah, seriously. I give you that. It ain't the same. Uh, thanks, Rob G. I knew there was something about that. Uh, Andy in Seattle, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Andy? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's How are up, you? Man? Hey, I'll tell you one thing. If we threw a parade for Rob Parker right now, it would be bumping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that would be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, yeah, parades aren't passe. Really? You think they are? No, I think they're oh, okay. not. I'm, th- they're I'm not. saying okay. that this is okay. just this is the LA market thing going on here. The new new kid on the block, whatever you want to call it. But right. I'd go to a parade any day with you guys. Because we, because Chris <laughs> and and, and uh, Andy, we know if the Dodgers, if they were able to have oh, that yeah. parade after ra- that thirty-eight. Lakers. Right. That yeah, that drought. That but the Dodgers hadn't won since '88. You know what I mean? It would have been crazy. M- 
Rob, maybe the Rams are thinking now, you know what? We should have invited the Lakers LeBron, and the Dodgers. The Dodgers <laughs> we should have invited right. LeBron. Well, We'd have had more people. <laughs> I, also, I also think it's the city, guys. It's the city. I mean, we talking Pittsburgh, like, Rob, you're saying Detroit. You know, it, it's right. also they, the we, environment. Yeah, that whole, the whole city is going to churn out in that Oh, yeah. Case. Yeah, we get that. You're yeah. right. No doubt. Thanks, Andy. We appreciate you. Andy sounds like he's been dipping in the sauce or something. Nah, he's just a happy guy, Chris. You don't think? Uh, okay. Why you gotta Why you gotta put that out I, in no, the I'm universe? Like he's it like just drinking sounds or like it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, we got. I mentioned it. Howard University's basketball team will play Morgan State in an HBCU Classic game in Cleveland, Ohio, as a part of NBA All-Star Weekend. And so we welcome in the Howard University men's coach, Kenny Blakeney. Kenny, welcome to the Kenny, Eye Couple, man. what's happening? What's up, Chris and Rob? How you guys doing, man? We are doing great, great, man. We are great, and we're excited to have you on. I'm excited. I'm going to be at your game on Saturday, at least for the second half, I fly in that that afternoon from New York, um, and I'm gonna speak to your players and the Morgan State players after the game. But how big of a deal is this for you and your players, mainly your players, to be in a showcase that the NBA is really sponsoring and, and supporting? Yeah, first I just want to thank both of you guys for having me on. I, I'm big fans and I follow both of your careers. So oh, man. this is really That's an nice. honor for me. Um, thank you, man. I, I love what you brothers are doing, man. And, and congratulations and thank you. Um, man, thank you. you know, yes, yes. It, it's, a, it's a huge deal. Um, the NBA is one of the biggest platforms, and especially the NBA All-Star Game is probably one of the biggest platforms in, in our sport. So to have an opportunity to play – in a showcase game at the All-Star Game, and I think it's the first ever college basketball game at the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, it's huge, man. For HBCUs, for us, Howard University and Morgan, I mean, we're, we're both, I know, honored and uh, so excited to have a chance to showcase our teams, our universities, our student-athletes, our history and our culture, culture and our tradition. I, I'm just glad that Chris isn't going to talk to your squad until after because he'll probably, <laughs> you know, like uh, throw a monkey wrench in everything you taught him since he played <laughs> at Oberlin College, which was Division Nine, I think, college uh, basketball. Three. Oh, I'm sorry. Three. <laughs> um, and, 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 Where'd you uh, play college ball at, Rob? I uh, oh, did not okay. play college oh, okay. ball. Okay. okay, all okay. right, there we go. Right. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, yeah, what a great uh, platform. And for people who don't know, I used to go down when I was a kid and one of my friend's brothers uh, went to Morgan State. So I just know the Morgan State and Howard. Just tell people about yep. the two schools and, and how important that is that you guys are rivals and playing each other. Yeah, well, Howard University is located in Washington, D.C. We're right in the heart of the city, and we are one of the top 80 universities in the country, uh, which means we're one of the 1% of the top universities uh, throughout the nation. You can put us in there with Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Northwestern, and you got to throw Howard in that mix. So um, I'm excited to represent our university we have such an incredible alumni 
from Howard. You can talk about Elijah Cummings. You can talk about Chadwick Bozeman. You can talk about Andrew Young. You can talk about David Dinkins and, you know, Kamala Harris, who's in the, in the White House right the now as our vice president. president. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, it's just a long list of distinguished alums. And uh, Morgan State is located right up the road, 45 minutes from us in Baltimore. Um, you know, they have an incredible history and tradition. And uh, being so close uh, in proximity, you know, there's a natural rivalry that's there. Uh, and in D.C. and Baltimore, there's always been that kind of you know, D.C. is not – Baltimore is not really considered uh, D.C., and D.C. really doesn't consider, you know, Baltimore as part of the DMV, the District, Maryland, and Virginia. Baltimore is kind of its own entity a little bit. So, uh, it, it, you know, Coach Kevin Brodus does an unbelievable job. Uh, he has an incredible history of places he's been from Georgetown to Maryland. Uh, and, you know, his team is playing very well right now. So it's going to be an exciting game. It's uh, one that I know everyone is looking forward to. Yeah, and Kenny, I mean, you're not just, you know, saying this because you coach at Howard and you brought up some of the alums, but, Rob, we know in our business, a lot. there are a lot of top people in our business that went to Howard. You know, Gus Johnson, the broadcaster. My brother went to Howard, and yep. Gus lived, like, right across the hall from me. Daryl Orlando And played baseball there. Orlando Ledbetter, uh, Steve Weiss for the NFL yep. Network. Those guys are long-time NFL, NFL reporters. Yep. Yeah, NBA reporter. But – Kenny, now you played at Duke, and you won a national championship with Duke. You played with Grant Hill. And Rob and I have really pushed, you know, a lot of the top black athletes. Like, we feel like they should go to HBCUs. We saw that uh, Deion Sanders just got one of the top football players and to go to And everybody went crazy State. when they yeah. – right. Do you think that – um? That should be pushed. I mean, I, and I'm not saying all the top black athletes need to go to HBCUs because they, they should have their option and their choice. But I'm just saying I think it's a sleeping giant, some of our HBCUs, because if you had top – say you had top – some of the top basketball players in the country go to Howard, and Howard became a top 15 program in the country, and you're on national TV, you're going deep in March Madness and things like that, that's recognition and money that could be brought to the university to build up other parts of the university, not just the sports programs. Like, what do you think of that and the notion that, you know, and I know you obviously want the top athletes, but just try to step back from being a coach and just from an African-American perspective and how it would help our communities. No, Chris, you're, you're so right. That, that's, uh, that's huge. You know, we had a chance to have McCore Maker, who was the first five-star athlete uh, since the rankings came out to def to uh, attend an HBCU, regardless of any sport. And just the kind of metrics and the data on him, he got over one billion um, social media impressions. And every time his name was mentioned, so was Howard University. And and I just want to again thank you guys because I know uh, that you guys were champions of you know, that whole situation yep. and really pushing forward a whole lot. And, you know, the, the input and, and your voices really mattered, uh, and they still do matter in these kind of situations. Um, but to kind of put some numbers on that, McCore Maker, 1 billion social media impressions, so was, so was Howard University. That equates to about $4 million 
in, in marketing dollars and marketing exposure for both. Um, wow. Have a chance to, you know, have him. All of our games were going to be broadcast on ESPN last year. Unfortunately, we had to shut our season down early because of COVID. Um, but that exposure brings, like you said, dollars in terms of, you know, bookstore dollars. It brings more people that want to uh, apply to your university, right. which means more dollars for the application. You have alums that feel more a part of the university, so now they want to donate. Sponsors want to contribute and be a part of and partner with those universities. And then you get those TV dollars that come in for every nationally televised game that's broadcast. So uh, it, it's huge. And I kind of saw that at Duke University a little bit and used that model that I, I kind of watched from afar that Coach K kind of had a blueprint on and uh, brought that to Howard. So if we can get more young men to consider to come on our campus to see what the culture is like, what tra- the traditions like, understand what great alums have graduated from our universities and what they're doing and what they're contributing to society right now, I think a lot of young men will do it. We have a, a gentleman named Shai Odom, Shaheem Odom, that goes to Sierra Canyon. Uh, Shaheem was a top 20 player uh, when he was a sophomore, part of USA Basketball. And uh, he signed with us. He's coming in next year. He'll wow. be a freshman. Congratulations. Um, so we're very excited to have Shai come on and be a part of our our, 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 our team and our program. But Shai wants to change the narrative, and that's why he's doing it, uh, a lot like McCore Maker. So, well, real quick. you know, there's – yes, sir. Yeah, real quick, you mentioned Duke and, and Coach K. Uh, we only got a minute. Uh, just the story, did you see the story about Tommy Amaker? The officials wanted to hire Tommy Amaker to replace uh, Coach K, and Coach K kind of talked him out of it. I mean, there's a big, big book that just came out. John coming out. Yeah. Did you Have you heard anything about that or any scuttlebutt on that? I haven't. I haven't. Obviously, I saw the story and, uh, and read it, but I, uh, you know, right now my wife works in the fashion world, uh, and we have a five-year-old daughter, and my wife is in New York. So I'm solo. Uh, I'm taking her to school. She came to practice <laughs> with me this morning at 6:20. Wow! And she's going to Cleveland with me uh, for the wow. for our game. So right. uh, I'm I'm concentrating on our team and my daughter, and you know that's where my focus is right now. Okay. Let me ask you this quickly, Kenny. We got about a minute left. You like you, like I said, you played at Duke. You've seen the facilities that a Duke, a North Carolina, um, an Alabama, or you know, and, and I'm talking basketball because obviously football is even on another level. But what these they the facilities they have versus the facilities that an HBCU has, how do you how do you compete when you're recruiting? How do you compete with that? You know what I'm saying? When he goes, the kid goes to Duke and sees, wow, look at all this. And they go to Howard or Morehouse or somebody, someplace, and it's just obviously it's not quite the same. No, that that's a great question, and thank you for bringing it up. It, you know, college athletics right now is an arms race, and it's whatever university has the most bells and whistles uh, probably are going to have a great chance to get the recruit that they're recruiting. You know, for me, my job isn't only as a coach. Uh, I got to do fundraising. Uh, I was very lucky and fortunate that uh, one of our classmates last year, 
from Duke donated a million dollars to Howard University for a new practice gym. So that's going to start oh, construction great. soon. Great. Um, you know, I'm in the I'm in talks right now to get another million dollars that will be uh, great for our offices and locker rooms. Um, so you know, we have to do a whole lot more. I I know my first year, I spent every weekend in New York City just touching base with Howard alums and people that I know on Wall Street. Um, trying to build and develop the infrastructure because I know, you know, these 18 to 22 or 23 year old young men are very impressionable about what they see and what their peers are doing and what their peers are right. experiencing at other universities. So it's almost like you have to give the young student athletes today the same experience that they're getting out of Carolina or they're getting out of Duke or they're getting out of Kentucky. Um, Will the kinda, NILs help? New name, image, likeness. Obviously, that was a big deal with Dion getting the kid for football. Does that help the HBCU situation or or not? It, it definitely helps, Chris. It, it's one of those things that is a, a feather in our hat. Um, you know, we have uh, some NIL deals with our guys that are pretty unique and uh, pretty good. I, I'm kind of jealous that it wasn't around when I was around with uh, <laughs> some bet. of the some of the deals I see these guys getting. But, you know, one of the things that's been great about what Coach Prime has done down there is that he is so authentic him, right, that he's brought so many eyes and so much visibility to the program at Jackson State, which has increased the visibility of, you know, that university and its football program. And with that has come some opportunities, uh, you know, that he's been able to take advantage of through with recruiting and NIL. Um, I'm not coach prime, you know, (laughs) I I don't have that. I don't have that swag that coach prime has. Um, and I have to be my authentic self. And, uh, you know, with that, you know, we, 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 we're up against it, Kenny. We got to run, but thank you for your time. Thank you so much. We'll see you in Cleveland Saturday and with the rest of the season. And yeah, I'll I'll see you. I look forward to meeting you on Saturday. Thanks for having me guys. Take care. Appreciate All right, that's it. Kenny Blakeney, coach of Howard University men's basketball. And, Rob, tomorrow, Ving Rames is going to join the show. Ving's son, Ving Rames, the great actor. Everybody knows him. His son is going to play basketball at Howard next year, Rob. And his son awesome. is good. Like, he's that a big awesome. recruit. And so he's going to play at Howard. So we're going to have Ving on tomorrow to talk about that. Uh, a couple more coming your way as we wrap up our number three on a Worship Wednesday. Keep it locked, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it is The Odd Couple. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard, and Kanye West. Wrapping up a worship Wednesday. You make me live. want to go to church on Sunday. Hey, don't knock it. I'm speaking. I told you. I'm preaching Sunday. You want to come? You really? In yeah. Cleveland? Akron. Oh, in Akron. Okay. Akron. Wow. I think LeBron's going to be there when I preach. Nah. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm playing. It'd be great if he came, but no. Is it, how much it. is it to uh, to get in? To see you uh, preach, $50. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's free. It's free. It is free. If you in, if you happen to be in the Akron, Cleveland, Akron area on Sunday, come check a brother out. Wow. Very nice. All right. But um, 
I, I was a good interview. That was enlightening. I mean, he gave some numbers, Rob, Kenny Blakeney, about just I mean, and McCour Maker wasn't a huge superstar, but just the social media, like we, the, the right. numbers that that led to. Wow. But we so also you, talk, Chris, about uh, scouts go where the talent is. It's not the school. It's the talent. Right. So right. if you get good talent, you know, we know plenty of stars, Jerry Rice, Shannon, uh, who else? Uh, Joe Dumars, Walter, Walter Payton. I Walter mean, that's Payton. obviously those are back further. Right, but I'm just saying. Day, but, but, but yeah, you can, you can find talent anywhere. It's not always like the biggest schools. You know, for a long time, kids who went to Duke, Chris, didn't make it in the NBA, or they weren't that they weren't that successful. Well, look, there have been a lot of guys at Duke that didn't that maybe even had NBA careers, but weren't what we expected. Right, to be. Danny right. Ferry. Christian Leitner, de- decent careers. You know they had they. Christian Leitner was a great, but college they just basketball didn't become player. right. They did even Johnny Dawkins. Remember how great he yep. was in in college? Didn't he was there's okay only a the few at Duke. Elton Brand got injured, but he you know he was an all star for a few years before he got injured. Obviously, Grant Hill was was terrific until his injury. Yep. Uh, but more often than not, the Duke guys haven't. Uh, you know, kind of lived up to the building. Kyrie, obviously, but how, he was play what he had a cup games. of coffee and a sweet roll there, right? Chris, you real, know that. that's that's real talk, right? Yep. That, how quickly it was for him. All right, Rob G. Rob G. Disgruntled Lakers fan. Now he's hating on LeBron, his what? best Rob player. G? I don't know why he's hating on LeBron. But Rob G whispered in my ear, "Look at LeBron, passive aggressive tweeting. We got to talk say? about it." Go ahead, Rob G. Well, we do got to talk about it. Can we kick off the show discussing the ESPN report that one of the reasons the Lakers didn't make any moves in the trade deadline is because they didn't want to bail out LeBron and AD right. for that Westbrook trade. They didn't want to mortgage all their picks and their, you know, uh, luxury tax stuff for LeBron to fix what he screwed up, basically. So you guys know that Rams GM Les Snead famously does not care about draft picks. He traded them all away in the last couple of years. He wore a shirt at the championship parade with his face on it that said, F them picks. Right. He's right. And LeBron James. You have picks or a Super Bowl ring? LeBron James quote tweeted it. Legend, all caps, my type of guy. Another passive aggressive tweet from LeBron James. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. LeBron James went back to Cleveland and every year was like, get us the talent to win a championship. And he ended up bringing that city his first championship in 52 years. LeBron James came to the Lakers, who had missed the playoffs for six straight years or five before he got there, including a year and with said, LeBron. That's not get rid of these it. young cats and get me Anthony Davis, and they won a ring. So I don't want to hear it. I mean, look, a ring is a ring. You can say you can have them picks. I'm about jewelry. Yes, Les Need is right, and so is LeBron. Sometimes and we what was it Boston with Danny Ainge he he stockpiled a lot of picks. Good point. It didn't help Great him point. Right. Uh, Everybody picks, sang uh, his praises. Right. All the analytics media. Remember that? Oh, they got, oh, they got ten Danny. first oh round picks. You remember right. that? They got Absolutely. ten first round picks. Absolutely. Great point, Rob. Great point. All right. I'm surprised Rob's on LeBron's side. Good job, Rob. Well, because it's the end of the show. I don't know if you meant it that way. I don't know if you meant it that way. It's the end of the show. Most people will forget it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Woody I couple signing off another worship Wednesday. Keep it locked right here. You got Jason Smith and Mike Harmon right here on Fox Sports Radio. And if you don't know, 
Those brothers bring heat.